0: Hey listen, my children and fans, this is Stu from the Inroads Podcast. Before we get to our conversation, I wanted to share some news with you. We've started our fall donor drive, and now is your chance to get a gift for your recurring donation to Appian Media. Everyone who gives a monthly gift of $10 or more will be shipped this great gift. You can go to Appianmedia.org/slash donation. To learn more and to make your monthly recurring donation i'll share what that gift is a little later in the podcast now let's get to the show hi there my name is justin dobbs and this is listen my children i'm a husband i'm a dad and i'm learning to do what a lot of you are doing one of the most difficult but most important things i'll ever do bring up my children to follow the father over the next five episodes we're going to keep walking through the first five chapters of proverbs you me and our kids the listen my children podcast is made possible by a donation from the oliver family we're thankful for their generous support of appian media's content if you or your organization is interested in helping to fund content like this please contact us through our website at appianmedia.org. Now, today, my son Elijah is going to be joining us. Elijah is 10 years old. He loves structure, and he's working all the time to make connections. Uh, We're going to listen in on a conversation that Elijah and I had in our living room in Proverbs 2. So if you have a Bible and want to turn there with us, uh, it'd be great as we talk about the treasure of wisdom. Okay, so we are talking about the book of Proverbs, and I've already talked some uh, with Lyndon and Amos and Jubilee about the book of Proverbs. What do you remember about the book of Proverbs?
1: Mostly it's just a book of wisdom telling you how to live your life well, Some um, how to find wisdom, how to obey God correctly.
0: Yeah, and obeying God is good for us, right? That's part of what, what wisdom is. Um, do you remember Proverbs one verse seven? The fear
1: of uh, the Lord is the beginning. You You're of gonna
0: look at your Bible. The
1: fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so wisdom begins with the truest thing that we know, and that is that God is great, that He's awesome, and when He's the biggest and greatest and most awesome thing in our lives, then life makes sense, and we see the world the way it really is.
1: Everything good begins with Him.
0: Yeah, that's it. Everything good begins with Him. It's a good way of saying it. Now, what I want to do with you is I want to talk about Proverbs chapter 2. So You get the long section. We're going to talk all the way through this chapter. But what Proverbs do, do you remember what a proverb is? Not what the book of Proverbs is, but what a proverb is. No, I don't. Yeah, it, It's when you take two things and you lay them down beside each I other. I
1: thought that was a parable.
0: The word parable and the word proverb is actually it's the same word. It's the same word, the same word that Jesus uses to talk about parables. It's the same word that's used here to talk about similar
1: Proverbs. to our English "hi," "hey." Same,
0: maybe so. I think so. But yet, yeah, Jesus does it in a lot of his teaching. He talks about the kingdom of heaven is like a tree, or it's like a master. And so he knows about heaven, and we know about earth. And so Jesus is able to talk about heaven and talk about earth, so that we understand from earth the things about heaven. So he takes two things and lays them side by side. And Proverbs does that. Now, in Proverbs chapter 2, he's going to compare wisdom with treasure. So there are a few things here I want you to see about wisdom, about the fear of the Lord. Okay, you ready? Let's get in there. So I want you to look at Proverbs 2, and can you read verses 1 through 5?
1: Gotcha. My son, if you receive my words and treasure up my commandments with you, making your ear attentive to wisdom and inclining your heart to understanding, yes, if you call... Out for insight and raise your voice for understanding. If you seek it like silver and search for its hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God.
0: Great, perfect. So, wisdom is a treasure. Now, um, when you're walking around outside and you're just going on your way, do you look down and it's like, oh, there's a gold nugget, and just put that in your pocket. and Like, oh, there's some rubies, and put those in your pocket. and you if just- only. Yeah. Uh, what does it take to get treasure?
1: You have to search for it and dig for it, mine for it. And
0: you sweat and get dirty and hard work. And... Sweat so blood tears. Yes. Yeah. It, it's, wisdom is a treasure that's found through hard work. It's hard work to get wise. Now, the treasure that we get, the wisdom that is the treasure that we're looking for, what is it in verse 5? Look for it in verse 5.
1: Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God.
0: Wisdom, the wisdom, the treasure that we find, the treasure that's going to be your lifelong pursuit, son, is a growing understanding of how great and awesome God is. And and the more you know about how awesome he is, the better your life will be. So that's the first thing, is wisdom is a treasure. and, and, And knowing how awesome God is, is that treasure. It takes hard work to find it but you got to work hard to get it. But here's the second thing. I'm going to look at verse 6, okay? okay? For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. So, so the second thing that I want you to understand about wisdom here is that while wisdom is a treasure that you work hard for, no matter how hard you work for wisdom, you can't get it unless God gives it. It's a treasure that he stores up and gives to the people who work for it. So look at this. He, he says uh, to store up treasure, and then he says God's got this treasure store of wisdom. So as we're searching and we're working hard for it, God says, "Okay, you want to know more about me? You want to understand how great and awesome I am? For the people who really want to know God, He loves to show who He is to them. And so He's giving Himself as that treasure. He's giving the fear of the Lord to people who really want to know Him. That's the second thing: is God gives wisdom people who are looking for it. Now, what's some of the work that you might have to do to know the fear of the Lord, to know wisdom?
1: To make, you make mistakes.
0: Ah, sometimes we make mistakes. Now, does that mean you go looking to make mistakes? <laughs> no. That, those
1: uh, are mistakes. Those are...
0: <laughs> <laughs> those are intentional problems. Yeah. Those aren't accidents. Um, but when we make mistakes, we want to learn from them. What's another way to learn wisdom? To, to dig deep into treasure? Um,
1: Talk to other older people.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Your father, mom, mm-hmm.
0: uh, elders. Other people who know God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Older what, people. What's
0: a really good way to go digging? Window. <laughs> you read God's word, yeah. And so as we dig down, uh, there's, there's a God on the other side of this who's sitting on the other side of this word who's giving it to us. That's the second thing. Now the third and the last thing we'll talk about here in Proverbs 2 Look at the end of verse 7. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. If you have treasure, mm-hmm, you have treasure, where do you put it? Like just
1: in a safe house or the uh, safe.
0: And if it's really valuable, you might even like hire some guards to protect it, right? Or, yeah. Because you want that treasure to be protected. Now, this treasure doesn't need protecting. This treasure protects the people who have it. Because he says, it's a shield. He is a shield to those who walk in integrity. Verse 8, guarding the paths of justice and watching over the way of his saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice and equity, which means being fair, and every good path. For wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. When you store up wisdom in your heart It sort of acts like a treasure that protects the person who owns it.
1: This is no ordinary treasure.
0: It's no ordinary treasure. It's a really valuable treasure. Now, one of the the most mm, dangerous things it will protect you and me from, look at verse 16. So you will be delivered from the forbidden woman, from the adulteress, with her smooth words, who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. For her house sinks down to death and her paths to the departed. None who go to her come back, nor do they regain the paths of life. So one of the most dangerous things that the treasure of wisdom will protect us from is from things and people who look really attractive, who look really good and really nice. and They say, come with me and I'll give you all this pleasure. And wisdom helps us to see through that and go, whoa, that's, that's a trap. That's deadly. Because where does her house sink down to? Sheol. Sheol. Now, where's sheol? What's sheol? Uh,
1: basically hell.
0: Yeah, it's, it's where the dead are. In other words, you go after her, you're going to die. Not a good plan. And, but wisdom, when you have it, it helps you to see those problems and to stay away from them. And it's not just like bad women. But anything in life that you think, oh, that'd be really nice to have, I'm going to disobey God in order to get there.
1: Usually there's another way, if it's, if it's an okay thing.
0: A lot of things that we want, God wants us to have. And Proverbs helps us to see the wise wants, the things that are good to have and the right ways to get there. So treasure, work hard to get it, trust God to give it, and then let it protect you from the things that are not good for you. Sound good? Yep. Yeah. How about we pray about that real quick? Definitely. Father, thank you for this time in your word to learn about the treasure of knowing you and fearing you, of treating you like the great and awesome one that you are. God, we love you, and we know that you love us. We know that you want to give us wisdom to teach us the right way to go. Now Please be with Elijah and protect him in the way that you want him to walk. Protect him in his life, And Father, please protect all of us who look for your wisdom, guide us, and keep us away from evil that would tear us apart and destroy us. Father, there are things in this world that look good, but you give us insight to see through these things and to see the right way to go. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for Jesus, who saves us from our sins and keeps us from the evil one. It's in his name we pray. Amen. So thanks for joining me and Elijah for that conversation in Proverbs 2. Wisdom is a treasure, and God loves to give wisdom to those who are working for it. It's the treasure of knowing how great and awesome he is. So maybe that's something you can talk about with your family, is where where has God helped them in their lives? Where have you found that God has given you wisdom? Uh, Maybe you could ask your family members about that and have a conversation about that. And, and as parents, um, there are a, a few things about this conversation I'd like to to walk through with you, some things that maybe we can learn together. Uh, the first of, of which is this, um, as you'll notice, Elijah and I are building on past conversations. Uh, we've memorized scripture together as a family. Uh, we used to do that in our evening Bible studies. Uh, we would make memorizing a passage uh, just a part of our regular Bible reading, and so it would be... Um, The fear of the Lord, and they would respond, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, is the beginning of knowledge. And we would just work through that until we could all say it together. Uh, Recently, we've been doing something really fun where Lindsay's sort of taken that on. I've passed it off to her to do in the morning with the children after breakfast. So I don't know what your daily routine is, but having some kind of routine where you can uh, build a, a library in your minds of, of scripture. You can recall it. It's digested. It's part of your makeup. It's part of your thinking. And so to have God's word ready at any time is, is really special. So hearing Elijah know that, sometimes the kids are a little camera shy, so they're not able to recount it in the face of a, a camera, but uh, they they know it. It was just recently uh, a brother passed away, brother in Christ, and uh, I think it was Jubilee, and she responded with Psalm 56, verse 8, about God putting our tears in a bottle. Uh, she wasn't prompted for that. She just knew that passage. She thought it was appropriate. And so, a four-year-old is counseling us with God's word. So, so build on your your past experiences together. Uh, keep building on uh, your past discussions. The connections are there, even if. Not every connection that your children make is making sense to you. Not everything uh, Elijah said in this one did I get, but I tried, and so we wanna build on that. Uh, the second thing is uh, limit yourself. And, and I'm talking to me here. Uh, just because Elijah can handle longer bits of Bible instruction doesn't mean that I need to cram it all in. Sometimes I, I put him to the test. Uh, he's 10. He's a bright young man, and I think, hey, you can handle this much. It wasn't too long ago, though, that he said, "Uh, I think I'll ask mom. She'll give me a shorter answer. Um, I've got to be careful that I don't try to give him too much all at once. So do recognize that your children may be able to do more than you think that they can, but – keep it down to those bite-sized pieces. Back with Jubilee, I kept it short and simple. We only looked at seven verses. Here with Elijah, we looked at a whole chapter. So maybe that's useful, maybe that's appropriate, um, but maybe you can take it in smaller pieces than that, and that would be useful too. Uh, The third thing here is I want to encourage you to to share your emotions with your children. The Bible is an emotional book, and, and I don't mean that the Bible only accesses us through our emotions, but God does address our emotions. And if we read God's word and and we don't feel anything, we're probably not doing it right. So it's okay to let your children see that you feel strongly about what you're reading. Uh, I wasn't planning on getting emotional in my conversation with Elijah, the conversation that you and I just listened in on, but I did because as I was teaching him, I was thinking about the things that I was teaching. I need it too. And your children are gonna latch onto the things that they see you feel strongly about. They wanna feel strongly about those things too. They think those are the things that are right to feel strongly about. So let your children feel with you. And then lastly, have fun with it. Uh, Elijah and I joke around a lot and sometimes I have to pull him back from joking around too much. Um, my wife would probably say that I push him to joke around more than I should, but you can be reverent. Uh, toward God and enjoy worshiping God as a family together at the same time. So enjoy your time as a family serving God. A family that's serving God together is a joyful family. So let me encourage you to to enjoy this time as you're reading God's word together. Your kids will learn to expect an enjoyable conversation in the Bible if they know that you enjoy it. Otherwise, It can become sort of a routine that they they dread. Make it a happy time. Now, next time, we're going to be having a discussion with Elijah and Lyndon together. Uh, If it's just one-on-one, that's a, a certain way that you can tailor a conversation. But next time, we'll be looking at how to have a conversation with multiple children at different levels all at the same time.